Welcome back to Shit Talk Fridays. I'm Gina. And I'm Evo. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Um, so I was really tired before we did this episode. I had to peel my fucking self off of the couch, especially after watching uh, Thor Love and Thunder that I've been waiting fucking two months to watch this movie. And it wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. So I was just like, fuck it, whatever. It had just... a, listen, it had its good moments. Yeah. There were some great action scenes, uh, if you're yeah, into that, that. that there was. Uh, there are some cheesy moments, if you're into that as well. <laughs> so it's got a good mix of both. And so I'm not mad at that. I, I, you know, I feel like they went out on a limb a little bit. They were reaching for something. They tried it. Uh, all around, not a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, the rating that it has on IBMD is like a 6.7. I would say it's that that's accurate. Well suited, yeah. But... um. Let's cheers to Friday Absolutely. and let's do the damn thing. Cheers. Happy Friday, Evo. Happy Friday. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We are not drinking fucking tequila. <laughs> yeah. We are actually drinking fucking white surge white claws because that's what we had in the refrigerator from our like last camping trip or some you shit. You know what, I don't though? Know. For those of you who don't know, right? <laughs> there's a difference between the surge and the white claw. And that's that the surge is like. Has more alcohol in it. Yeah, has more alcohol. Like the white clothes are like five percent. I think their surges are yeah, like eight like percent of alcohol. Yeah, so definitely uh, a bank thus buck. the surge yeah. aspect of it. Uh, but before we get started, I just wanted to say that even when I love being here to have these conversations with you. So if you want to continue to hear these conversations with Evo and I on Shit Talk Fridays, the only way that that's possible is if we continue to grow and we still have an audience that wants to listen to us. So you would have to do something for us in in that regard. And I, as my nephew would say, I said, please. I said, please, yes. I said, please. And please that engage. Means, yeah, so that would mean for you to either uh, like this um, show, comment, leave a review, share it with somebody. Engagement is everything. Yeah, and that means a whole lot to us. Yes. And it actually costs you nothing. It is free. Yeah. And I don't know if about you, but free is for me. Yeah, we're not just here for each other. We're here to uh, relate to our viewers and listeners. So yeah. with the engagements, with the comments, with the likes, uh, we know that people are engaging with us. And that just gives us more energy to kind of like keep going in and diving Correct. and keep this thing going. So. I will say that I will say though I'm greatly appreciative of all the people that send us DMs yes, telling us absolutely. that they love our content. Uh, you don't know how much that keeps us going. Yes, I sometimes find myself in the pit of despair and then wake up to a comment that says, "You guys are the parents that I never had," and that shit Which fucking is amazing. And we're happy to be up. here. Hap- it, yeah, yeah, it pulled me up off, off the floor. Yeah, we're happy to be here for for that person for sure. Yeah. And anybody else that enjoys us. So with that being said, let's get into this fucking topic for tonight. And it is... Go ahead. I'm going to wait for you because I can't introduce the topic without you being like, what are you doing right now? Um, it was just, I was feeling like we were a little high on the headphones. So. Okay. Um, so do you want to have great sex? Great question. I mean... <laughs> I don't does, know, Alex. Is that an important... <laughs> Is that an important topic when it comes to two people? I think I would like to think so. I mean, I think it is essentially in the beginning of a relationship, it becomes the question. Yeah, I need to adjust your mic, babe. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay, so I wasn't speaking correctly into the mic. Yeah, there's this that there's a sweet spot. Oh, there's a sweet spot. Yeah. Okay, so if you want to have great sex, how important do you think sexual compatibility is? 
I mean, for some people, probably not that important. For me, I think it's very important um, because it um, it creates for me the bond, mm-hmm. a big part of the bond that you have with the person that you're with, your partner, mm-hmm. especially for someone who might for, like myself, whose um, love language is physical touch. So for me, that's a big part of it. it doesn't it's not it doesn't make up. Mm-hmm. My love language, but it definitely plays a heavy hand into it. Okay, that's interesting. I don't consider it that important, but we'll get into that. So, do you just based off of what we just said? Do you feel like it's has a lot to do with the person's love language? What do you mean by that? Well, so since physical touch is not your number one love language, mm-hmm. um, and so you're saying that it's not that important. Mm-hmm. Do you think that has something to do with what your love language is? And how physical touch is not at the top. Okay, so... Do you think there's a correlation there? I mean, it's possible. I just don't think that it's important in a long-term relationship. No, it's not. Yeah, so... You're you're right. Okay, so that's why I said... Absolutely not. So that's why I said I'm going to get into that. Yeah, okay. I agree. We are in a long-term relationship. Yes, I agree. And And, I've said that multiple times. And I also said to you in the beginning of this that I thought that sexual compatibility is very important, and especially in the beginning. Absolutely, Okay, so let's get into it. A Goop survey found that only 37% of people feel that they have great sex with their partner. The remaining respondents wish that their needs were met and they could ask for what they want more often. So almost 40% of people are not feeling like they're having the greatest sex with their partner. I feel like... That boils down to a lot of how willing you are to be openly communicative with your partner about sex Mm -hmm. and to figure out if you are sexually compatible or not. Because let's be real, not everybody's always going to be compatible in every scenario, whether it be sex, whether it be partnership. So let's talk a little bit about what sexual compatibility is. So, sexual compatibility is when you and your partner have a shared understanding of your sexual needs and desires. Uh, Rafaela Smith Fiello, a therapist and owner of Healing Exchange who specializes in relationships, sex and trauma therapy says sexual compatible—excuse me—sexual compatibility is more about communication than having sexual preferences in common. That makes sense. I mean, how else? So when you. How else do you find out when you're if you're compatible with someone, right? It's yeah. through talking. Do we like so, the same music? Do we like the same food? Do we like to go to the same places to have fun? This is one of the reasons why I said that I didn't think that sexual compatibility was that important. What I actually think is very important is how willing you are to communicate about your sexual desires. And so I still disagree, right? Because mm-hmm. because and I'm speaking for myself, right? Sure. So I'm not disagreeing stating like so that everyone else that feels that you have a point mm-hmm. i don't i'm trying to invalidate that for anyone else that feels the way you feel or how you're sitting but okay. for me i still need even in our long lasting relationship that we have now i feel like great sex is still important for me it's like it mm-hmm. still plays a very large uh role in the overall happiness of our relationship 
That's interesting. Not to say that I don't know that. I say interesting because I obviously know that about our dynamic. However, in talking about you and I and when it comes to our sexual compatibility, you and I actually have gone through a journey when it comes to how compatible we are when it comes to sex. Yeah, for sure. So just to share a little bit about Evo and I, and sorry, any listeners that are like maybe friends and family and don't want to hear this you can tune out at this part yeah. <laughs> if you would like to not that i'm going to share anything really raunchy but in like i would say in the more younger years of our relationship even though it's forever evolving there were things about our sexual life that weren't necessarily fully compatible so for example i would say that i like sex sometimes not all the time to be a little bit more kinky a little bit more i don't even want to say rough but does a girl enjoy spanking every now and then yeah um i also enjoy um more in-depth foreplay now not to say that eva was not willing and able at any given moment to give me any of those things but i had to communicate to you that that's what i enjoyed Mm -hmm. and that really wasn't in your deck of cards it wasn't something that you just immediately went to uh no not with you yeah not with you it remember so we did speak about this i hate that you said that because yes there but there's a point right and I I, and i and i would like to think that i'm not alone in this share can you actually share with the audience why you said not with me right because so, this my thought process kind of is very confusing to um me. so some of the things that you're you know that you're re- you know referring to are, are probably like you know like like choking biting maybe some smacking but things that like kind of involve spanking, not smacking. I kind of, to me, they're both like two in the same. But, <laughs> okay. okay, sure. Um, you know, these things. If I ever did them in my relationship, in any sexual relationship that I had, it would be somebody that I really didn't have strong feelings for. Mm. Um, something that I would just do, um, to kind of like spice up the sexual experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, while I was because it was just someone that I really didn't have feelings for, so it just made it all more exciting. But when I had feelings for someone, I became more of a lover. That was something that came out of me. So mm-hmm. especially for you, I mean, you end up being the woman that I married. Like, I fell hard for you. Mm-hmm. And so all I wanted to do was love you. And it, it, it just, they were for me, they were two separate acts that I, you know, I separated, the, you know, one from the other. Um, when I was ever, when I was like that, I was a whole different person. Mm-hmm. Um, I treated women a lot differently. You know, they just didn't get, they didn't see a side of me that you see mm-hmm. or that you know. And so... When I married you, when we got together, I like hung that up, you know. It's like like I used like I I used I used a reference where I was like you know I hung that jersey up. Yeah. So when I came to learn that about you, it was a little difficult for me to kind of like bring those two together. I'm like, wait, no, but I love you, and it's like, you know, I gotta be, you know. Do you feel like you were being disrespectful to me? Um. In some regards. So. Right. Okay. So. In those times where I, I did act like that, I was all about pleasing me. Mm-hmm. Didn't really care about satisfying the person that I was with. I mean, if it happened, it happened. But, you know, if not, then I really wasn't too concerned about it. Mm-hmm. You, all I wanted to do was please you. You know, if I didn't please you, then I wasn't satisfied. So in order to do that, I just only knew one way how. And it wasn't being like that. Mm-hmm. So when I learned that about you, it was very 
difficult for me to kind of like bring that in there and merge those two together. So that's why. Um, so correct me if I'm hearing this wrong. You're basically saying that you had to tap into a part of you that didn't exude like that lovingness. It was something that, yeah, it was a part of me that I kind of like left behind. I kind of like buried it. And so I associated that with a person that I no longer wanted to be with. Be, okay. you know what I mean? Okay. And so that was just my experience. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. So, but. And I say interesting, like I don't know this already. We have spoken yeah, about spoken this about before. This. I know that that is something, but I was just like. I have said to you, I understand that and I respect that about you, but I need you to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. And, you know, it's... and I think that a lot of other women would agree with me that they need that their male counterpart or female counterpart to go there with them. Um, so that being said, and this is a great example of being sexually compatible and being. Yeah. You know, having communication. Because what if I would have said those things to you and then you said, I can't do that. Then we would have potentially had a sexual compatibility problem right. and found ourselves sexually frustrated and not maybe been able to move forward in our sexual journey because mm -hmm. you couldn't give me something that I desired. Right. And I don't think that it is healthy for anyone in a relationship when it comes to sex to really subdue a desire that they have as long as it's like because you know sometimes let's be real there's some things that are like really out there but you know if it's yeah no it wasn't nothing that was really out if there. it wasn't like fucking yeah. crazy then yeah, i don't wasn't... see why that your partner wouldn't if they love you yeah if they wouldn't be willing to go there with you now on the flip side of that when it came to evo and i sexual compatibility there were things about evo that i really had to be like really <laughs> Oh, shit. And one of those things is morning sex. Yeah. I think a lot of... In addition to a little bit more spontaneity. And on the latter, you also enjoyed sex in different locations. Oh, yeah. I literally despise all three. Yeah. <laughs> I was all about, you know, taking a great time and making it better. Yeah. You know? And that so is... <laughs> literally the <laughs> definition of evo yeah. and i had to say to myself if my partner is really satisfying my needs and my desires then i also too need to do these things um <laughs> and I, i'm i'm laughing because i i know how i literally feel in those moments where i'm you know i'm compromising Oh, yeah, you were great about it. Yeah, and in the times where I'm just like, yeah, I know I really don't want to do this, but my partner is going to be so happy. But I never feel like it's making me feel, because I think this is important, because people were like, oh, compromise, you mean like do something that I don't want to do? Yes, in essence, but I never feel bad doing it. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Like, when I do do these things, I always feel safe. I always feel loved. I always feel respected. So even though it's something that I don't always think about doing readily, when I when I do do it with you, I never walk away from it like, oh, God, I fucking hated that. Now, do you think that was the difference um, in that situation as to where maybe in past experiences where someone might have suggested 
doing something spontaneous or in a you know in a location that is not a regular place to do so um you kind of felt like they were being disrespectful like how dare you you know even think of me that way because we're not there yet and so you know that whole experience kind of had like a negative effect on you but with our us being in our relationship and being that we were so uh connected and understanding Mm -hmm. feeling safe was very important to you so therefore you were able to kind of like let your hair down a bit and kind of go with the experience if I'm going to be honest in my response sure. right now, and I want to, I never had a situation where a man ever put me in a position that I didn't do something I didn't want to do. No, no, no. I'm not saying you did something. I'm saying they suggested or tried never. to. Never. Never. Oh, okay. Are you are you saying that I've said something to you before in the past? I think so. I'm saying I know for a fact, but we'll circle back. Really? Yeah. Okay. Are you willing to share or is it like too out there? Uh, you told me about an incident in the park that. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you. Okay. You were highly offended. I was highly offended. Yes, you but were. I'm going to tell you why I didn't correlate the two. I was still a virgin. I it, I was not having sex. So when you okay. talk. You, so because you said se- like sex wise, I didn't. No, initially. I, oh, I said that, that they tried to insinuate something yes. that you felt okay, was so inappropriate. To share what Eva was talking about, I was hanging out with some friends in a park and me and a guy wandered off together and I just thought it was going to be kind of like a making out section and he implied for me to go down on him. Um, I was still a virgin, so I was very young and I was disgusted by that and I was like, absolutely fucking not. So I'm sorry that I never... Um, I'm sorry that I didn't connect the two. And the reason why I didn't is because we're, I feel like we're talking about like sex in the sense of penetration. I didn't think about it. Like well, no. So that way. here I, I'm thinking that maybe but thank you. that experience in itself mm-hmm. kind of put, um, you know, spontaneous mm-hmm. sexual events in, in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I that, it kind of left a bad taste in your mouth. No, I could see how something like that would. That's not what it is. OK, I could tell you exactly why I um, those things are. And I'm actually kind of, I find it interesting that you don't make the correlation as to why I don't like those things. Well, to me, that was the, that would be the stronger reason be. why. So. Uh, no, it's a power thing for me. And, 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 and always being in control of my environment. And, you know, I'm very big on that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So the fact that um, spontaneity means that I would have to not be in control of my environment and be completely... <sighs> If I'm going to just have sex anywhere, that means that I really have to let my guard down mm-hmm. to be able to put myself in that space. Yeah. I don't like doing yeah. that. Well, that makes sense. Too. Yeah. Different locations means, again, I'm putting myself in an environment in a situation where I don't have control of like what the situation is. Yeah. I don't like that. The morning sex thing. Not that that's such a power thing. I think that that really taps into my um feeling sexy thing Mm -hmm. and in the morning that's when i feel the least sexy when i have not fucking brushed my teeth or i fucking got a bonnet on my head yeah maybe i don't want to do that so that's but it's it's definitely like a power thing for me and that actually rolls over to a lot of different aspects in my life so evo and i actually had to figure out a lot of these things about our sexual compatibility just being together and figuring out that saying hey I kind of need this. It was a lot of conversations that we had. But what 
I wish I would have known then that we know now is that you can fucking go on Google and get yourself like somewhat of a roadmap to try to maybe say to your partner, hey, what do you think about this? So I think that Evo is going to share with us some ways that you can figure out if like you're compatible or not compatible with your yeah, partner. So, you know, I did a little bit of research and I found that there's um, like kind of like a wheelhouse of questions that you can ask someone early on in, in, in the relationship to kind of figure out if you're sexually compatible with each other. Hmm. Um, so I'd like to share some of those questions and that maybe some of you might find it useful in the future when you're dating someone in the beginning to find out if you're sexually compatible with someone because it is important right you don't want to you don't want to find out these things along the way you don't want to maybe potentially sleep with someone without ha at least tapping into some of these questions to see if there is um something deeper or something meaningful there mm. now if listen if you if you're just trying to do like a you know wham bam kind of one night thing that hey go for it but if yeah. you kind of like if there's a little bit of feelings there or maybe you're looking to you know, potentially you, actually yeah, date this you're person. You're looking to potentially actually date this person. I feel like a lot of people go into relationships and they don't really ask a lot of questions. They just kind of go with it and see how it goes and they just kind of respond to, you know, things as they play out. Yeah. So, um, one, one question you want to ask is, um, does your partner have the sexual ability to grow sexually? Uh, that means, like, evolve during the relationship. Are they open to... Um, understanding that people change, mm -hmm. you know, people as they develop in a relationship, they may grow and their desires may change. And are they open to that? You know, is there, do they find that like, is that a no, no, you know, like I don't want any surprises. That's important to know because if you, if you see yourself as a person that, you know, you're not going to be the same person maybe in 15 years or 10 years or five years. Mm -hmm. You can see yourself being different. You want to make sure that the person that you're with is open to accepting and exploring that. There that, are some people. Okay, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? There are some people who aren't. You know, they're just like, no, like, hey, whoa, like, I don't like changes. You know, people, some people, um, once they get into their, like, comfort zone, they don't like things to be different, you know? Yeah. So that's a, that's, you know, that's a huge, uh, it's a very important thing to know. Yeah, I was actually going to say that one thing that I think is in fact going to happen in a long-term relationship is sex is going to change, fam. So if you're yeah. not willing to grow sexually with your partner or even fathom the idea of growth sexually or come outside of your com comfort zone, I think you should like uh, wrap it up. Yeah. And because it's not going to work. Well, I think this question is important both ways, right? So, like, if you're the type of person that likes to, you know, things to be, you know, very routine, you like, you don't like changes, you know, you're very content with just things going one way for a very long time. Mm -hmm. It's important to know that if the person that you're dating, if they're like, you know, open to explore a lot of different things. Because if they are, then maybe you're not sexually compatible. That's such a valid point. Right? I actually didn't think about it that yeah. way. Like, it can go what both if ways. your partner is the one that's like, yeah, I love to do it everywhere yeah. and anywhere. And you're like, ah. like mm, damn, that doesn't work for me. You know what I mean? So, like, great question to ask. Yeah. You know, if you've gone on a couple dates and things are kind of seeming like they're going somewhere, but you haven't had sex yet, maybe you want to have this type of conversation. Cool. I actually really like that. That's yeah. a good one. Um, another one that is important to ask is, do you equally give in bed? Right? Mm. and 
Or will you equally give him bed? Yes. Will you equally <laughs> give him bed? Thank you. Ladies, I actually think that this is a great question to ask to men. It may be. There's <laughs> a lot of... And, and so... But why would you ask that question? Because like some people... So, yes, because some people just want to be pleased, right? Mm. And it turns out that a lot of men... And I'm speaking from experience, right? Yeah, because you actually one, just said it yeah, earlier. I, yeah, a lot of men are just in it for their own sexual interest, right? So it's important to know that the person that you're dating or potentially going to have sex with, are they willing to equally give in bed? Because if that's important for you, then, you know, you're probably going to want to know this before you get sexually involved with somebody, right? There's some guys that don't like to go down. Oh, you took the words They right do. They just don't. Mouth. For some reason, like, that's just a no-no for them. They're not about it. Um, I, I'm, I, you know, I don't really throw no names out there, but this is a public thing. I heard that DJ Khaled doesn't like to go down. You know, and it was yeah, like I actually think that these men don't like women. I think that they like men. It was a it was a it, that was a very public thing. So I just use that as an example, you know, not to be like trying to like defamate anyone's character. Um, but I do not. He, he right. Sa- he, he said it right. He, said he literally it. said it. So that's why I wanted to use that as an example. <laughs> and and there as using that as an example, there are many men out there that are like that. I know for a fact myself that there are plenty of men that I knew growing up that were like that. Yeah, no, I 1000% have heard of many men say that that is not something that they are willing to do. I've heard it. um, And people are probably thinking, how the fuck can Gina here? I used to work in a very male dominated industry and immerse myself in very male dominated conversations and almost kind of made it seem like nothing that they said fazed me, even though a bitch was taking notes. A lot of men would talk about and talk about not wanting to do that specific um you know giving oral sex and to my experience and to my from observation is is that a lot of men are not willing to do that for two reasons number one i actually don't think they like women number two they're so inexperienced at Mm -hmm. it that they've done it and they're they've realized that they have not satisfied the partner that they're with so they completely abstain from it to minimize their humiliation their own personal humiliation um unfortunately that's the wrong thing to do what you should be doing is looking for a partner that is willing to say hey this is not working for me, but let's talk about what will work for me. And yeah. like you and a partner could potentially grow together. That's not the easiest thing, but the only way you're going to find it is if you keep fucking trying. Well, you know, interesting. Interestingly, there are some women out there that don't mind just pleasing. Like they enjoy pleasing and, and for that portion of their look life. Look at my face. I can look at your face and, and you know. I would like to think that maybe that I have I've met some of these women maybe if they weren't fucking blowing smoke up my ass uh <laughs> just to try to like make me feel better maybe that was the case but what I what I know at that moment was true and uh they do exist right but outside of like going down on the women um there is like you know sucking toes there's massaging there is tossing salad there's, you know, there's a lot of different things mm-hmm. that a woman enjoys mm-hmm. that are going, you know, go beyond um, just going down on a woman that. Yeah, some if, people are just not they're just not willing to, to do any of it. You know, they okay. just, they, you know, they're just in it for themselves. So that's, you know, if you're the type of person that you, you want to be pleased, you know, in return. 
Maybe you want to ask this question. I'm laughing to myself because I literally have not heard the term tossing salad. Tossing salad. So I didn't even know. I didn't like, even know. Was it, is it, is it, was the other one? Rim job? No <laughs> There's two of them, I'm right? laughing not because like, I'm laughing because like the, of eating ass. Yeah. I have not heard the term toss salad in so long. I think the last time I, I heard. I was vanilla about it, right? <laughs> Fuck that all The last that. time I think I heard I think I someone say myself. that, I think I was in I high school. I just myself for sure. <laughs> that's why i'm laughing but go ahead please go on to the next question that you think is really valuable for uh, someone that is looking for sexual compatibility to ask Uh, another good question to ask is is it you know are they okay with you know being vanilla sometimes like Mm. do you mind just you know going you know doing a quickie and is that okay you know just real quick just to get to the point you know and doesn't always have to be kinky it doesn't always have to be something you know with flames and fireworks you know and doesn't doesn't always have to be something that is 20 30 minutes you know like as you know some people would like 20 30 minutes you know you hear about it and i mean yeah i could understand if there's like well massaging yes of course yes but like 20 20 20 30 30 minutes of sex sex um, you know you know seven minutes there are certain situations that (laughs) You know, it can happen. Okay. You know, there's... I mean, I've experienced that with you. I feel like we've had great experiences where there's been yeah, a ton of foreplay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we... The whole experience. But the actual, like, act of sex being, like, more than 30... Yeah. I've, I personally, and I'm not going to... Because I know that there's women or men out there that enjoy sex in the long term. But to reach orgasm... No, you... See, 30 minutes you're looking man? over the fact that a lot of these people out here you know they'll take stuff and you know oh okay yeah and yeah, they'll, they, they'll, they don't they'll, really make that kind of stuff for they'll, women they'll beat it up you know what i mean you know was yeah because they have no okay i i don't know for fact because i've never taken viagra no you gotta stand some of these there's there's, there's, a a whole, there's there's a whole like like society of young boys taking this stuff trying to be champions yeah they don't even need it they don't even need it, and they're out there taking this stuff, trying to be stars. Yes, I'm sorry. You, <laughs> you better believe it, cause like okay. it's it's a thing, and they, right. they just, you know what it is. They look at these. They look at. at Men, I, feel like, listen. I, I feel like we're, you know this is a little bit of a sidebar, but they, you know, they're out there growing up watching porn, and these porn stars they take stuff right okay. they take stuff to last this long yeah because it's a performance it's a performance and so they set this expectation that a man is supposed to like last you know 30 you know they're watching some of these scenes that are like 25 minutes long and the sure. guy's just going and going and going and going you know without ejaculating and so to do that they're finding out that they got to take stuff and they are they're taking them and okay some, some of these girls are so i'm it. gonna give some advice to the men that are listening to us Find the clitoris first and then maybe take some Viagra. Great advice. Okay. That, that's advice. all I'm going to say. Yeah. So move on to the next question, yeah. please. Um, the ne- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just being real. Yeah. Um, this an- is why it's called Shit Talk Fridays. It's Shit Talk Fridays for sure. Another another question that is important to ask someone when you're um, when you're getting to know them is... Are they open to discussing the sexual experience afterwards? Ooh. Do they, you know, are 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 they? Because some people get offended, right? Oh, uh, that so, is 
mm. some people don't they don't feel comfortable talking about it afterwards um it's sometimes difficult right it's difficult to ask questions for example like if you're having or make commentary about maybe or, something yeah, that you or make loved commentary or yeah love. like yeah. you know and i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it vanilla here for a second while like it's like you know hey you know you're like let's just say you know like let's just say that throughout this you know sexual encounter the whole time the guy's like breathing real heavy on your neck right <laughs> see <laughs> that's why i asked right because you're making this space because it's okay, not something that because in the movie bridesmaids that's the way that it yes. like opens up he's like yeah. fucking breathing on her I'm and just <laughs> yeah right and so a girl may not enjoy that too much and so how do you ask that question right how does a girl propose that question or how does she make that comment? How does she make that yeah. comment? How does she figure out how to... She potentially likes the guy. How do we get around this? How do we move forward so that this doesn't happen again, but yet we can still continue to date each other? Maybe that was just like the one thing about the whole sexual experience that wasn't that great. Sometimes that can be difficult to bring up. and Yeah, and I've said this before, and not to cut you off, but I've said this before. It's difficult, especially when it's a woman bringing it to a man's attention, right. because a lot of the times women are afraid to hurt a man's ego mm -hmm. because men are a lot of the times in sexual encounters looking to perform. Mm -hmm. And when you are critiquing their per performance, you are potentially hurting their ego. Well, yeah, I, I mean, but you're, in you're... my personal opinion, I think some men's ego needs to be hurt a little bit. So if there, if that, like in your example, if that is the only aspect of the experience that maybe you didn't enjoy, ladies, you have to tell these men that you do not enjoy well, that. Before you tell them, be Google sure. Google it and ask sure, how to ask it. The, the, the whole point of, you know, why we're going through this list is that before the sexual encounter, this is a question that you want to ask, right? Yeah. You want to try to have this question. You want to try to have this conversation prior to having sex. So that way, in the event that you do have sex, you feel more comfortable bringing this up. Ooh, so, and, and if they push back on you, you can be like, hey, actually. Yeah, like, hey, we actually, thank you. Yes, yeah. we actually had this conversation. And you remind them of, you know, hey, I crossed this, I covered this topic between us. I should feel comfortable having this conversation with you. Like, what is going on right now? You know? Ooh, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, like, absolutely. You could kind of put it back on them. Like, hey, I've yeah. actually covered this foreground with you. And you said that you were comfortable yeah, so having these like, types of conversations. Yeah, so I would like to talk about it hmm. so that we can, you know, better our better our compatibility. Um, I'm sorry, Evo. <laughs> you got me thinking about the damn bridesmaids movie. I saw over here because laughing. when you I remember said the scene, that was the scene, yeah. and I think that there, uh, the reason why that popped up in my mind is because there are a lot of women who will go and have that type of experience, and because they really like the guy, yeah, they're willing to let the guy think that in that moment that they're enjoying that yeah. experience to not hurt their ego. But why I consider that like a sip, slippery slope is because. You know, five years down the line when this dude is still breathing in your ear like that and you're not finding true sexual satisfaction. Yeah. What do you do with that? Um, I got just a, there's a simple and, and easy expression for it. Right. And and 
I didn't make this up, but you know, I'm going to say because it makes total sense Mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, different strokes for different folks, right? Yeah. Men, women enjoy their strokes differently. They, they're, they're not all one and the same, right? So your bag of tricks may be, you know, may not woo, you know, the person that you're trying to pull these tricks on. So you have to figure out, you know, what it is that, that does stimulate them you know what it is that they do like and be open to that you know you can't be offended that you know whatever you brought to the table wasn't enough you know what what you need to bring the table is the the ready and willingness to learn how to be a better communicator how to be a better lover i want to tell you what i think is so key in that and maybe i may get some slack for this but i'm gonna say it Ladies, we have to stop faking orgasms. Men are walking away from these exper- men are walking away from these experiences thinking that they've done a good job. And men, men, if you, if, you know, listen, if you really want to be a great lover, learn how to adapt to your surroundings. You know, I think in that regard, when a man is thinking that he has satisfied a woman, he's. N- He's going to be less willing to grow. Yeah. Because in his mind, he's living in a false pretense. He's thinking, I've been satisfying you. Yeah. Right? Or I've done what I know to be satisfactory because it worked in a previous situation. Correct. But different strokes for different folks. Thanks, Eva. Yeah, absolutely. And and, And listen, ladies, I'm only saying it for our true benefit. Because I've said this statistic before, like 60% of women in like heterosexual relationships are not achieving orgasm. Yeah. So, but like almost 100% of us are faking orgasms. Because I've done it. Yeah. And then I learned how that was fucking me. No pun intended. Yeah, I mean, you're you're literally (laughs) robbing yourself. Correct. And that is, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. You're robbing yourself of like the experience that you really want to achieve. So, I mean, it's a rock and a hard place, but yeah. Yeah. And so that leads us, that leads me into my next and last question that you should ask someone Mm. prior to becoming, you know, physically intimate with them is that are they okay with, understanding that they may need to improve the way that they are sexually in order to satisfy the person that they're trying to sex have a sexual experience with blacker i mean i would think that that is that should probably be like the the most important right yeah that's like number one it should be number one right but i saved the best for last and just think about that for a second okay how well. important would it be for you to be able to get that information prior to you having sex with someone. Mm. I mean, just think about that for a second. Because imagine if they turn around, they were like, what? Like, oh, like y'all, I'm a 10 fam. Yeah, like, what like, are you, you know, even talking nah, about? Because yeah, I can guarantee you, based off of what I see on social media, there's some arrogant people out there that feel like that they're, they got it locked. Yeah. And they don't need to figure out anything because they, they're the whole package, right? And they're delusional. And they're fucking delusional. And so... They are delusional. And you know what that makes me immediately think of? When I worked in, well, not when I worked in the makeup industry, but when I first started working in the makeup industry and we would actually interview people to work 
where I worked at the time, one of the interview questions that we had was on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate yourself as a makeup artist? And the people that said 10, I was like, wow, these people are delusional. Yeah. Because if you were a 10, you wouldn't be applying for this fucking bullshit makeup brand right now. You would be fucking doing Beyonce's makeup right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Because any true artist or person that's looking to continually grow because those type of things are not necessarily tangible. Sex. Sex is like art. Like you're constantly learning how to improve it, right? It's like a growth process. Different things inspire you. So if you think you're a 10, then that means that you have nothing else to learn. So the men or women that are walking around like Yes, that's a red flag. Yo, I'm yeah. I'm 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 straight. For sure. Like Evil said, that's a red flag. That's a red flag right there. So I love that. If um now that's when you pack it up and say, pack it, it, up was, and say it, it was nice meeting you, but I gotta go. And I, I would just like to point out again <laughs> that that this this series of questions is designed for someone who is potentially looking to like be in something that's medium to long term with the person that they're kind of talking yeah. to, right? If you're in it for just like something quick, you know, or you know, if you're in it either guys or girls, if you're in it just to get a bag, you know, you're looking for a sugar daddy, whatever the case may be, then throw all these questions out the window. Like yeah. you have an objective, you know, and do you, you know, I'm not, I don't hate on nobody, you know, for, real. For, for doing what it is that they feel like is they're seeking to do. But if you're looking for to be, if you're looking to be in, in something that can start off great and it can be a strong foundation and a platform to build off of, to create longevity, I think all of these questions are important and will be very helpful to getting you off to a great start. We um, know after being together for... Almost. Well, okay. okay. Being together, right? Being together? Together. Al almost 20 years. Almost 20 years <laughs> that sex is a small fraction of the overall relationship. Even though Evil said in the beginning that's very important to him, it is yeah. very important to our relationship. And I didn't say that... I said that I didn't think sexual compatibility was that important, but not to say that that's not dismissing sex overall. I understand how important it is to our relationship. Yeah. But the communication is like overrides that 1,000%. Right. right. The communication is where it's at. Being, <laughs> making each other happy yeah. as far as like on a daily basis, what you do, what you do to each other on a daily basis, how you greet each other, the conversations that you have over breakfast, um, what do you do when you're walking around together? The conversations that you have in, in the car, the conversations that you have laying in bed, like what is all that stuff like, right? Because because that is comprised of the majority of the sp time that you spend together with somebody. Yeah. So having a great sexual start is fantastic. But overall, you want to make sure that you're building a relationship that you can at some point call that person your best friend yeah and there goes evil on his guru shit <laughs> that being said that is a perfect way to end this episode evil and i actually have somewhere to go yeah we're gonna go check something out real quick we're, we're gonna check something out we, yeah. we're gonna come back we're gonna tell y'all about it for sure that being said i really enjoyed this episode me too I don't know if it was the 8% fucking surge White Claw. It's always the surge. Yo, I love the surge. White Claws are like... They're, it's a they're slightly dangerous. They're like a little dangerous. Slightly. No, but I'm all jokes aside, I 
like just love having these conversations with you and i'm glad that i peeled myself off the couch to come and have this conversation you with you and i hope that everybody that was listening to us watching us however the fuck you consume our content on shit talk fridays we hope that you enjoyed this conversation that being said until next friday ladies and gentlemen peace out peace out